All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tonight is the meeting for the Recreation Commission. Please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. But I could share if you'd like. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Goldware. Here. Firestone. Here. Annam. Here. Hannah? Here. Kern? Here. Lazaridis is absent. Molesky? Here. All right. Thank you. So our first item for this evening is approval of the minutes from the May 22nd, 2023 uh, meeting. I was not here. Do I have any motions for approval? Motion to approve. Molesky? I'll, I'll second. Hannah? Goldware? Yes. Firestone? Yes. Gannam? Abstain. Hannah? Yes. Kern? Yes. Lazarus is absent. And Molesky? Yes. All right. Those are approved. Moving into our report section of the evening. Um, Mayor Ruby is not here this evening, so there is no mayor's report. Um, so moving on to our council representatives report. Um, tonight I'm excited to share the information. Um, if you aren't aware, we had a series of really um, great dedications and recognitions um, honoring three very important people in our community. Um, first up at Blossom Hill and Fields ENF were Mike Harwood Fields. And we had the dedication and the sign unveiling with the family uh, this past week and or last couple of weeks. It was a special moment and certainly a small uh, a piece of recognition uh, to, to show the efforts and, and appreciation for somebody who gave so much. Along with that, um, we named the Stadium Drive Athletic Complex the Joe Vedini Athletic Fields. Uh, after Coach Vedini and everything he did for our history in the football program and in the district. Um, as well, the field um, that I got to, well, I was on the sideline. I didn't get actually play a lot because I was small and I was a good gymnast. But uh, Coach D and Mr. DeSantis, uh, after DeSantis Field, um, honoring him and all of the amazing influence he had on generations of our um, students. So it was an Really cool opportunity uh, to have the families here and to, to show that recognition and um, it was appreciated. So I know we had discussion about that here in commission and it was certainly heard and council approved with pleasure. Awesome. Um, with that, thank you to everyone who attended the home days um, uh, activities. It was a lot of fun. I know the uh, bounce houses, my kids were sweaty and had a ball, so everything was a great time in there, but thank you. And that concludes my report. Moving on, we have the fabulous recreation director's report. Thanks, AJ. Uh, just a couple things. Our summer programming's on their way, and Jamie and Louise can comment further on those individual programs, let you know how they're going in each area. We had Flick on the Field June 16th on a Friday, it was quite a chilly little Friday, but we did have a decent turnout, about 60, 65. Um, and then we um, had some popcorn for everyone. So they were coming up and getting some freshly popped warm popcorn. And then the movie that we played was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty good turnout. Hoping for the next one will be a little bit warmer and just slightly, you know, cool. Um, but thank you to everyone who attended that. Um, 
for our home days, just a little recap. I wanted to thank all of our volunteers from Rec Commission and also Kappa. Um, Kelly Lazar got us um, a bunch of the high school kids so they can get some service hours. Some of the things that we did in recreation were the Hort Games and the Horticulture Building. And then we also did, as um, AJ mentioned, the Inflatables, which were a huge hit. We had a face painter on Saturday, a balloon twister on Sunday, and then also the petting zoo on Sunday. So we're very thankful that the weather held off, the animals made the trip, and it was um, well attended. So thank you to everyone who came out and supported recreation and home days in general for that. Um, looking ahead, July 24th is our next recreation um, commission meeting. And um, we also have our event Christmas in July which I understand it's not on the 25th, so it could be Christmas Eve in July. <laughs> that is gonna be one of our late night swims, 8 to 10 p.m., and um, it was well attended last year. Um, and I'm thinking that maybe we do um, like a quick brief chit chat here, and then we can all go down and see the event um, and uh, yeah, help out there for a minute and then conclude our meeting. Um, so I just want you guys to mark your calendars for that. That's 8 to 10 p.m., our Recreation uh, Commission meetings at 7.30. And that is all I have, AJ. Thank you. Um, for the, the next flick on the field, do we have a date for that? Yes, we do. Look, I had to call Louise to confirm it, but that is on, what do you say? Is it 19th or 8th? August. It's August, thank you. And it is 18th. August 18th. Okay. Thank you. August 18th, the next flick on the field. Mario movie. Mario movie. We're revealing the movie already? No, this is build the Spread the word, everybody. Yes. Come on. So the, the Mario movie is what we'd like to show. Awesome. Fun. Excellent. Thank you. Any questions? Okay. Moving on for our athletic area report. Jamie. All right. Thanks, AJ. Um, baseball and softball is around in the corner on the season. we got a couple more weeks left. Um, probably wrap up uh, mid-July. Um, it's been a good summer so far. Um, minus today and you know a day or two in earlier June um, but other than that everything's going well um, summer camp we just started week two today um, knock on wood again going going well so far we've got a mixture of returning counselors and new counselors so they're 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 starting to gel together and you know figure some things out um, so yeah we'll do camp this week We'll be off next week for the holiday. Then, then we'll have a couple more weeks of camp to round out the summer. Um, tennis lessons, uh, we, we had week one last week um, over at the high school again. Went, went very well. Uh, instructors from Center Court Tennis Club are teaching that. Um, and the adult lessons on Tuesday night are gaining popularity as well. Um, more people are, are asking about those lessons. Um, so tennis is kind of an up-and-coming um, program for us, which we're excited for. As far as the field house goes, um, you know, June we had some things going on, mainly Tuesday through Thursdays up there, some different, you know, rentals or, or men's pickup stuff, um, a couple practices here and there. Um, we'll continue that for July as well as um, more camps during the day. Um, you know, Mike Tartera, who runs our peewee program and our little dribblers program, will be hosting his Ball 101 basketball camp um, the week after uh, the holiday. Um, the week after that, we have a track camp. Um, 
that is 10 to 11.30, uh, Monday through Friday. Then to round out the month of July, we'll have a youth volleyball camp. Um, so more information will be sent out regarding, regarding those camps um, moving forward. Uh, registration is currently open for some of our fall activities um, that include adult co-ed volleyball, our youth volleyball league, um, a peewee basketball league, as well as youth and adult tennis lessons. Um, so youth and adult tennis lessons, it's kind of ongoing registration um, throughout the summer. Um, then once within the next month or so, we'll get information out regarding uh, co-ed soccer and the soccer academy. Thank you. Any questions? Any questions? Nope. All right. Thank you, Jamie. Cool. Uh, moving on for our aquatic area report. Luis. Hey, everyone. Um, Aquatics is doing good. Uh, we are wrapping up the first evening session of lessons this, um, this week. Um, it's been twice a week for four weeks. So it's been the whole month of June. We're also wrapping up the first morning session um, this week. Then I think we're off the week of July 4th. And then we're starting the next evening session and the next morning session of lessons. Uh, we, Belugas is doing well. They had their first meet Saturday the 24th at, against Parma. Um, and it went pretty well. Uh, the team is almost twice as big as last year. Um, so it's a really big team this year, and they're doing pretty well. Um, other than that, you know, we've been running the pools. Um, things have been going well. Um, uh, we still have, you know, the rest of lessons. We still have a while to go. But um, typically, and I don't mean to get a little dark here, but typically uh, for, like, the average summer, we have two or three instances of lifeguards jumping in and saving somebody. Um, we have a lot of, like, what we call simple assists, where they just, you know, help somebody get to the wall stuff like that but this summer we've had four already um, which is more than usual um, and typically when the guards do jump in or they're helping somebody it's something minor you know it keeps panicking a little bit they just need help getting into the wall but um, the past three have been way more serious um, those were like legitimately drowning children um, so I just wanted to mention you know how great the guards have been doing aside from availability issues um, when they are there they're, they're doing amazing they're keeping everybody safe um, responding really well to emergencies um, I can very confidently say that three out of those past four saves three of those children would have drowned if the guards hadn't been there they were there unsupervised they didn't know how to swim ended in the deep end for some reason and they would have drowned if the guards hadn't been there so the guards are doing amazing I'm glad they're there um, feel very confident with them there and um, yeah that's that on guards but we do have the special event coming up in July the Christmas in July um, and we have a couple more swim meets our first home meet is tomorrow against Independence um, so the pool does close a little bit early uh, for the day we're pretty excited for that um, we also have kids and company going on we have Tuesday classes and Saturday classes and they'll run through the rest of summer and I want to say that's everything. I think that's everything. <clears throat> any questions? Do we have any, seeing that the incident rates at the pool are higher than in years mm -hmm. past, can we get a communication out through the city about rules and regulations for the pools in terms of 
Again, parents making sure they're monitoring. I think it would just be a good idea to make sure some communication is out saying, hey, we've seen this happen already. So here's a reminder. If you've got little kids, if they're not able to swim in the deep end, you know, parents really are that first line of defense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think just reiterating that message through whatever communication channels we have, whether it's email, Facebook messages, uh, or posts, whatever it could be, I think would go a long way, at least in bringing awareness to the community that this is happening at an increased level. Sure. Just right away as a PSA to the four, three, five viewers at home, um, <laughs> there is no substitute to parental substitute or parental, uh, you know, parents supervision, being there. Yeah. Supervision. Thank you. Um, a lot of people seem to think lifeguards are babysitters. Oh, they're fine. The guards are watching them. They're watching hundreds and hundreds of people at a time. Um, so there is no substitute for parental sub- uh, What was it? Supervision. Supervision. Thank you. It's been a long <laughs> summer. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, we, the past, I, I'm not sure what it is with, uh, maybe it's like a COVID delay effect of kids not really knowing how to swim or just missing some lessons. Um, but most of the instances that happened this summer were kids that just, just didn't know how to swim in the deep end. They ended in the deep end for some reason or another. Hmm. They were there unsupervised and they didn't realize it was deep water. Yeah. So that's a good idea. I mean, it is something we try to push, you know, make sure you're within arm's reach of your child, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we can do more. Any other questions? Thanks to those lifeguards. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're doing a great job. The training pays off. Certainly echo that appreciation. Training for Louise. But, no, they are doing a very good job. They're being very assertive. They're handling a lot of things on deck. You know, Louise is there um, to assist them, monitor them, make them feel comfortable. So they, when they're handling these situations next time, they, you know, Mm -hmm. just go after it. But they're really being go-getters and, um, doing a really, really good job. So we've gotten a lot of feedback even on the weekends or the weeknights, just how wonderful they are being and, and helpful they are to um, the parents or the other kids within the pool. So we're very, very pleased and thank you to Louise and his hard work for that. I have a question on it. Back in the old days, <coughs> when I was a kid, we had to like pass a test to go in the deep end. Did they ever do that? Uh, sort of. Um, yes and no. Uh, whenever there is a bad swimmer or a swimmer that lifeguards aren't really comfortable with, with their swimming abilities, we do a safety test, um, a swim test. Um, we do it for camp every time they start, um, make sure they can all swim, and if they can't, they get a wristband and they stay in the shallow end. It's a little bit harder for us now because the outdoor pool and the uh, activity pool, they have a lot of shallow water. So a lot of times, kids have been there for three hours, they haven't even touched the deep water. They've been you know, running around the shallow end. But then... All of a sudden, they want to run around the pool, jump in, and that's how one of them happened. And they didn't realize it was deep water. Or they were standing, they could stand in the current channel, they walk out, you know, two feet away, and now they're jumping in the deep end and they're struggling. So typically, yeah, there's a swim test. um, But a lot of times, we don't, like, there's hundreds and hundreds of people every day. We don't know who's a good swimmer or not. That's why we encourage parents to be there with their kids. Yeah. To that end, I think if it becomes a real issue and we have to start monitoring it, maybe looking into like rubber bands, like uh, those silicone mm-hmm. colored bands that would, you know, you're required to wear it. It's not 100% foolproof, obviously, but it could be some sort of notification to the lifeguards mm-hmm. if somebody's in an area mm-hmm. where they're, they're not qualified to swim. We actually do. So, for example, camp, if they don't pass their swim test, um, they have to stay in the shallow end and or put a life jacket on, and we give them a specific color wristband oh, so that the guards and the counselors know they're aware. The hard part is, 
you know, Jamie brings his kid. Jamie is in the bathroom. Kid is unsupervised in the pool area. Um, we don't know that his kid can't swim because they've yeah. been in the shallow the entire time. Um, sorry, Jamie. Um, <laughs> so it's things like we, you know, with so many people visiting the community center, the aquatic center every day, and most of them we've never seen before. Some of them we have. It's hard to keep track of everybody. Yeah. Only the parents know if their kids can swim or not right away. Yeah. Other questions? Well, wouldn't the parents be interested in something like that with the rubber bands then? If they're coming in knowing their kids shouldn't be in the deep end, they can request one of these things and... Absolutely, and we also we offer life jackets for parents. We do, every once in a while, I'm helping them put life jackets on. Um, I can't say that it's every parent that wants. Um, oh sure. Uh, that is there, you know, 100% of the time with their child. A lot of times they're there, and there's this assumption that you know they're being watched. It's safe here because typically it is um, that they maybe leave the children a little bit unsupervised sometimes. Sometimes it's guests that are there for a party and they're not there with their parents at all. That actually is one of the instances. It was a guest of a party. They weren't, no parent anywhere. Um, the, uh, the people hosting the party didn't know the kid couldn't swim. The friend of the kid didn't know they couldn't swim. Nobody except the kid knew that they couldn't swim. The kid even knew they couldn't swim. They just didn't realize how deep the water was. So it does happen. Yeah. Certainly, uh, I mean, you're aware of the statistics, you're aware of what, where we stand right now, and you're bringing it to the attention. So, um, you know, if there's other further needs to bring to the attention of what we should address, we would be open ears to that. But again, pass along our appreciation to the lifeguards for doing just that, guarding those lives. So, thank you. Uh, moving on to the CVYO report, Ms. English. Hello there. So we are finishing up baseball and softball, hard to believe, as we approach the 4th of July. And this is the way you say it, Jamie. We're rounding third and headed home. Right. So um, in addition to that, the soccer program has uh, ended up and the lacrosse program. Both of those programs had end of the year festivities to celebrate their seasons. Uh, we also had our scheduling meeting for the fall with football, lacrosse, soccer, and allocating space to all those programs, including the new portion of the football program for cheer. We have space allocated for all of those uh, programs. I think everybody was relatively satisfied with their allocation. Um, in addition to that, we will have some challenges coming up this late summer, early fall because there's going to be some maintenance done both at City Hall and at Blossom with the connectivity project. And as we get more information on that, it may limit some access or how we access um, some of the fields up at Blossom and at City Hall. And we'll, you know, figure it out around there. Um, also, uh, Brian Stuckey's Run for Your Life program had their 5K race on Sunday morning. They had around 260, which is about average for what they have. The race went along well. Everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. And uh, that's all I have. Okay. I'll just add a comment from the CBYO meeting for prior is the numbers in pretty much every program has been going up post-COVID now, which is encouraging, so. Yeah, I have a spoken to all of our programs about that too because although we like growth we have to be mindful 
of the facilities we have to support that growth. So for example, baseball and softball have always had one team per age group to support that need. And so growth is good as long as you can do it within the facilities that we have. And uh, programs need to manage that. And I think they do a pretty good job of managing that, so. Excellent. Any questions? Anything else? Okay. Moving along into our old business section uh, for a quick update on kids' quarters. Rachel. Yes. So just a quick update. Um, I met with Kathy and Brian, um, I believe that was last week. We reviewed some of the imagery that was sent to us over by um, a couple of the um, companies that um, are aware that we are redoing kids' quarters. And um, so we reviewed that and reviewed kind of like setup placement, maybe what would fit within that allocated money that we looked at spending. Um, we had to go back to the drawing board for some things and get some revisions. I'm hoping that those revisions happen in early July so I can have something more concrete and maybe be able to show us something um, at the end of the month in July 24th uh, for that meeting. But it's moving along um, and we're just trying to keep pushing it along so we can get um, a full out plan detailed of what we want and then we can move forward. Obviously, as you guys all remember, phase one will be that ADA accessible ramp. Um, that'll be the first thing worked upon and then we'll get into um, the revision of kids quarters. So just wanted to keep you up to date with that. Excellent. Any questions? Okay. Um, there are no other topics under new business. Um, so any comments or questions? Okay. Well, with that, again, uh, next uh, the next meeting we will uh, have here and then be heading to the night swim event, which will be good. Okay, so looking forward to that. Yeah. Everybody have a great 4th of July holiday. I motion to adjourn at uh, 7.55. Second. And, um, seconded by Kern, Bulware. Yes. Firestone. Yes. Bannum. Yes. Hannah. Yes. Kern. Yes. Azari is absent. Molesky. Yes. We are adjourned at 7.55.